Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, esteemed family. Depending on where you are connected from, I want to welcome everyone to another session of Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. And I want to especially thank our earliest name, Stamakama, for the opportunity to lead today's intercessory prayer. Esteemed family, the prayer has been posted in the chat room. Uh, we are praying prayer of thanksgiving to God for the gift of the word of God. I'm going to be praying with the scripture, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, message translation. Every part of scripture is God-breathed and, and useful one way or another, showing us truth, exposing our rebellion, correcting our mistakes, training us to live God's way. Hallelujah. With this scripture in mind, we're going to pray with thanksgiving for the gift of the word of God and the efficacy of his word in the lives of believers. We want to thank God for the corrections, the truths, and the trainings we have received from the word of God. We are going to affirm that believers remain steadfast in the study of the word, observing to do all that is therein, and by so doing, coming to maturity in Christ. Pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Can you meet, let us, can you meet your mic right now, even as we Give thanks, Lord, even this morning, we affirm the believers remain steadfast in the study of the word. They are observing to do all that there is in. 
others complain and so by those by so doing they come into full maturity in the name of the lord jesus as believers study the world as they pay attention to the things of the world not just reading but also doers of the world now through the words you produce that which it talks about in them in the name of the lord jesus Oh, bread, oh, she shanta ke lente karat, oh, she shanta kadagdia. Ma vesun teligre do she sapatagadia do she ndagadagada. Le bread, oh, she shanta ke legrat, oh, she sakada. Oh, Pharaoh, say thank because yes, Christians believers are coming to full maturity, living as a pay attention to the word. Be bread, oh, she shanta kadagdia gada. Oh, thank you, Father, for in Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen. Once again, I want to. I appreciate our earlier stream, Stomachma, for the opportunity to lead today's intercessory prayer. Thank you, esteemed family, for being part of today's intercessory prayer. Thank you for the changes you are causing around the world. Thank you, esteemed prayer team, for the sacrifice and labor of love. God bless you right now and over to the priest team for the next session. Thank you all and do enjoy the rest of the devotion. From the we eternal the very life and nature of God in Your grace is hit on us abundantly. Of your fullness we've received unending grace. From day to we hear we eternal life. The very life and nature of God in us. Your grace is on us abundantly. Of your fullness we've received unending grace. We reign by your immeasurable grace through your righteousness, O oh Lord. In a power is life only, and there's no death of any kind. For the love, spirit of life in Jesus Christ. Has made us free from the law of sin and made us dead free. Lord Jesus, we declare that you are eternal life. Who was with the Father and made manifest unto us. Imparted to us. The very organic and existential attribute of the deity. 
Oh, life eternal, you are. Lord Jesus, you rehearse divinity to us. That we might follow your example. Yeah, you alive itself reveal to us. You unveil God to us and brought us the kingdom. We reign by your immeasurable grace through your righteousness, O oh Lord. In a pathway is life only, and there's no death of any kind. For the Lord, Spirit of life in Jesus Christ has made us free from the law of sin and made us dead free. Lord Jesus, we declare that you are eternal life. Who was we? the Father and made manifest unto us, imparted to our spirit the very organic and existential attribute of deity. Oh, life eternal you are Lord Jesus we declare that you are eternal life who was with the Father and made manifest unto us impacted to our spirit the very organic and existential tribute of Davy. Oh, life eternal, you Ifrosa we worship you, God. Viva andele ki sente livra kusita endele parosa. Livra sunde endele livra kusa. Livra ante livra kusete balika shute leki sunde. Ma kusete endele parosita ikibaya. 
Yiga baba ba shara barose tebali kasute di barose taira. Ma kaye kisunde ende ye kisunde ende ye kisunte. Ma yikasunte libaya. Oh, be thou exalted forever, O God. Be thou exalted forever, O God. Ma kushata libaya. We worship you, our Father. We worship you, our Father. Mako sata yika sunte lebarosita yibaya. Mako sete ente yibasunte. We join the angels in heaven to say, Holy, holy are you, Lord. Heaven and earth adore you, angels bow before you, O God. Mako sita libaya. Malika sunte yiba. Thank you for the gift of Jesus Christ. Thank you for the gift of our Lord and Savior. Thank you, O God, for this season. For the gift of eternal life manifested in him. That life is us now. It is our life. We are showing forth the praise of him. Who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. It is a season to celebrate the life that we have received. Oh, Baku Sita Yekibaya. Thank you, Father, for loving us the way you do. Thank you, O oh God. We love the way you father us. We love the way you love us. We exalt and glorify your holy name in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Oh, fathers, and we decree and declare this morning that as your word comes to us, it comes to us with life, with power oh god able to transform every circumstances of life father oh god every man every woman every boy every girl connected to this call today father oh god their expectations are met and exceeded as your word has established it blessings upon blessings there is healing in this place father there is healing in this place there is prosperity in this place men conceive and birth ideas in the name of the lord jesus christ because as your word goes forth oh god it has the power to deliver everything that it talks about glory be to your name forever every expectation is met Every expectation is met. There is clarity. There is clarity, wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Glory to God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connected from. I welcome everyone to another session of Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. Thank you, dear sister Bakaba, for this amazing, amazing opportunity to take today's Rhapsody of Reality segment. God bless you so much, Ma. I do not take it lightly. Thank you, dear sister Abigail, for the types of prayer and worship. God bless you all. Oh, esteemed family, today is Tuesday, the 26th of December, 2023. And we are still celebrating the gift of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are still celebrating the title of life. Glory to God. And the title of today's devotional is Jesus, God's Word, manifest in flesh. Glory to God. And our theme scripture for today is taken from 
the book of John chapter 1, verse 10. And the Bible says to us, He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. Glory to God. We can read the Rhapsody together now, if you can. Thank you, esteemed Pastor Ndapa and Jila, for sharing your screen. God bless you, Ma. Let's read. John chapter 1, verse 14 says, And the word became flesh. New King James Version. In essence, the word changed form and became manifest in the flesh. And that's Jesus. Glory to God. Where was Jesus before he was born in Bethlehem? <laughs> he was in God as God's word. Glory to God. He was in God as God's word. <laughs> For example, your words right now are in you until you speak them forth. Words are thoughts clothed with vocabulary. Glory to God. Did you hear that? Words are thoughts clothed with vocabulary. When you speak, you speak your thoughts. Did somebody hear that? When you speak, you speak your thoughts. Your thoughts are clothed with language so that someone else can understand. So, your thoughts reside within you until you express them in words. When you're thinking about something, nobody else can discern your thoughts. They remain concealed within your heart. However, when you speak, your words become tangible and can be captured in time. This is why we can record your voice and replay it later. Five years down the line, someone can hear what you said, but it was hidden in your heart until you uttered it. Are we following this line of thoughts and expression this morning? Pastor says again, imagine if your words, once captured in time, could step out of a computer or a recorder and materialize as the very things you said. Hey, hey, imagine it because to some of us it has happened, right? This is precisely what God did through Jesus Christ. Jesus became the embodiment of God's will, a revelation of his divine purpose and the manifestation of his boundless love. If I ask now, who is Jesus? Do we have the three Parameters that Pastor has explained this morning of Jesus Christ. <laughs> it says, Jesus is the embodiment of God's will, one, a revelation of his divine purpose, two, 
and the manifestation of his boundless love. In case you're out for soul winning, is this is I, I believe that this is the most profound way to explain Jesus. The next paragraph says, if you wanted to understand what God is like, <laughs> you only need to look at Jesus. He declared, I and my father are one. John 10, 30. And he consistently performed the works and spoke the words that emanated from the father. In essence, Jesus was the living expression of God's word. It is quite common for people to be puzzled by certain aspects of Jesus's life, such as when God spoke from heaven during his baptism. So they say, if Jesus was the manifestation of God, how come when he was being baptized, God spoke from the heaven. Now listen. God's nature and capabilities are far beyond our understanding. We can draw a parallel from modern technology. When pastor preach from a particular location anywhere in the world, his voice is heard in every known country and territory on the earth and in multiple languages. If that is possible in this world, then think about what God can do. Ah, I'm going to give you a second to contemplate on that. Think about what God can do. If this is what is obtainable in the world, his ability to speak from heaven while Jesus was on earth transcends human limitations. Because the Bible says to us, my ways are not your ways, and my thoughts are higher. They are not. His ways far transcends the ways of men. If there is nothing you take from today's Rhapsody of Reality segment, remember who Jesus is. The reason why he came to us. The reason why we have him. What he came to do. And who we became as a result of his coming. If you listen to yesterday's message, oh, what is synchronicity? These are not the times to celebrate and forget. As you celebrate child of God, keep preaching and keep teaching and keep expressing the will of the Father 
Keep telling people about Jesus. Keep telling people about God's nature. Continue to show the attributes of God, who He is. A simple person that Dabandila, please go up again. I want to read that paragraph again, just for emphasis. Just so that we will not let it be seared into our essence. Words are not things to play with. Today's job study has made it very clear that there is nothing like ideal words. There's nothing like jokes. He said that they are your thoughts clothed with vocabulary. Do you now understand how it is possible that we can create things and recreate them? Because Jesus was God's word hidden in him. And when he spoke him forth, he clothed him with flesh. That scripture in John verse 1, John chapter 1 verse 1 makes it very succinctly, he succinctly puts it up for us there. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God in him. Then when he spoke it out, the word is now God. Your words have the capacity to be clothed with flesh and they begin to manifest. You see them, they become reality. Do you now understand who you are and how powerful we have the attributes of God? Now, do you get it? How the scriptures will say to us that we are gods. We, we too, I am a God. You are God. We have the life of God in us. We have that divinity in us, the capacity, the, the attributes of deity. Our words can come out. And they materialize and they become reality. So when you're thinking, don't say it is still in my thoughts. It does not count when I'm thinking it. It is until I speak it out. No, because creation starts in your thoughts. Your creative ability starts with your thoughts. So you must of necessity think the right things because it is the thoughts that are then expressed as words that become real. When you speak, speak life. When you speak, speak life. And you will create life because you carry life. Thank you, Esteem family, for being part of today's episode of the segment. God bless you and do rest. Enjoy the rest of the devotion. Over to you now, Esteem Sister Ogema. God bless you now. Amen. Thank you so much, Esteem Pastor Kel, for the Rhapsody segment. God bless you, ma'am. Thank you so much, Esteem Mr. Maka, for the opportunity to handle this segment of our devotion morning. Excuse me. Same family right now, we're going to proceed to the Bible study segment of our devotion, and I'll start with the further study. John chapter 1, verse 1 to 4. In the beginning was the Word, 
and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. John chapter 1, verse 10 to 14. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Listen, family, right now we're going to take the prayer together. Lord Jesus, you are the God of heaven and earth. You pre-existed creation. And by you, all things exist and consist. I honor you, for you are the embodiment of wisdom, grace and truth, the only true God. Thank you for giving me a life of victory, success, prosperity, and divine health. I love you forever. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The same family right now are going into our daily scripture reading, and we're taking the one-year Bible reading plan. I'll be taking the New Testament portion of today's reading, and I'll read from the book of Revelation, chapter 18, in the message translation. Caption. Doomed to the city of darkness. Following this, I saw another angel descend from heaven. His authority was immense. His glory flooded earth with brightness. His voice thunderous. Ruined, ruined, great Babylon ruined. A ghost town for demons is all that's left. A garrison of carrion spirits. Garrison of loathsome carrion birds. All nations drank the wild wine of our whoring. Kings of the earth went whoring with her. Entrepreneurs made millions exploiting her. Just then I heard another shout out of heaven. Get out, my people, as fast as you can, so you don't get mixed up in her sins, so you don't, you don't get caught in her doom. Her sins sing to high heaven. God has remembered every evil she's done. Give her back what she's given. Double what she's doubled in her works. Double the recipe in the cup she mixed. Bring her flaunting and wild ways. Sorry, I'll take that again. Bring her flaunting and wild ways to torment and tears. Because she gloated. I'm queen over all. I know we do. Never a tear on my face. In one day, disasters will crush her. Death, heartbreak, and famine. Then she'll be burned by fire. Because God, the strong God who judges her, has had enough. The kings of the earth will see the smoke of her burning, and they'll cry and carry on. The kings who went night after night to her brothel, they'll keep their distance for fear they'll get burned, and they'll cry their lament. Doom, doom, the great city, doom. City of Babylon, strong city. In one hour, it's over. Your judgment come. The traders will cry and carry on because the bottom dropped out of business. No more market for their goods. Gold, silver, precious gems, pearls, fabrics of fine linen, 
purple scarlet, purple silk scarlet, perfumed wood and vessels of ivory, precious woods, bronze, iron and marble, cinnamon and spice, incense, myrrh and frankincense, wine and oil, flour and wheat, cattle, sheep, horses and chariots, and slaves, their terrible traffic in human lives. Everything you've lived for, gone. All delicate and delectable luxury, lost. Not a scrap, not a thread to be found. The traders who made millions of her kept their distance for fear of getting burned and cried and carried on all the more. Doom, doom, the great city doom, dressed in the latest fashions, adorned with the finest jewels. In one hour, such wealth wiped out all the ship captains and travelers by sea and by sea, sailors and toilers of the sea, stood off at a distance and cried their lament when they saw the smoke from her burning. Oh, what a city! There was never a city like her. They threw dust on their heads and cried as if the world had come to an end. Doom, doom, the great city, doom. All who owned ships or did business by sea got rich on her, getting and spending, and now it's over, wiped out in one hour. Oh, heaven celebrate, and joining saints, apostles, and prophets, God has judged her. Every wrong you suffered from her has been judged. A strong angel reached for a boulder, huge, like a milestone, and heaved it into the sea, saying, heaved and sunk the great city Babylon, sunk in the sea, not a sign of her ever again. Silent the music of harpists and singers. You will never hear flutes and trumpets again. Artisans of every kind, gone. You will never see their likes again. The voice of a millstone grinding, falls, dumb. You'll never hear that sound again. The light from lamps, never again. Never again, laughter of bride and groom. Her traders robbed the whole earth blind. And by black magic acts, and by black magic acts, deceived the nations. The only thing left of Babylon is blood, the blood of saints and prophets, the, the murdered and the martyred. Praise the Lord. With that, we've come to the end of our New Testament reading. Thank you so much, dear Sims Tamaka, for this opportunity. Right now, I'm going to hand over to the Old Testament team. Do have a great day, everyone, and enjoy the rest of our devotion. God bless you, esteemed Sister Oge. Praise the Lord. Good morning. Good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on where you're connected from. I'd like to welcome you to our Old Testament Bible, Old Testament segment of our one-year Bible reading plan. Thank you so much, esteemed sister Amaka and esteemed brother John for the opportunity to stand in for you. Praise the Lord. Esteemed family, today we'll be reading Zechariah's chapter four to six in the message translation. And I'll start with chapter four. Caption, fifth vision, a lampstand and two olive trees. Verse one, the messenger angel again called me to attention. It was like being wakened out of deep sleep. He said, what do you see? I answered, I see a lampstand of, of solid gold with a bowl on top. Seven lamps, each with seven spouts, are set on the bow, and there are two olive trees, one on either side of the bow. Then I asked the messenger angel, what does this mean, sir? The messenger angel said, 
Can't you tell? No, sir, I can't. Then he said, this is God's message to Zerubbabel. You can't force these things. They only, they only come about through my spirit, mm. said God of the angel armies. So big mountain, who do you think you are? Next to Zerubbabel, you are nothing but a molehill. He will proceed to set the cornerstone in place, accompanied by cheers. Yes, yes, do it. Verse 8. After that, the word of God came to me. Zerubbabel started rebuilding this temple and he will complete it. That will be your confirmation that God of the angel armies sent me to you. Does anyone dare despise this day of small beginnings? Shalabaya. They will change their tune when they see Zerubbabel setting the last stone in place. Hallelujah. Going back to the vision, the messenger angel said, the seven lamps are the eyes of God probing the dark corners of the world like searchlights. And the two olive trees on either side of the lampstand, I asked, what's the meaning of them? And while you are at it, the two branches of olive trees that feed oil to the lambs. What do they mean? He said, you haven't figured that out. I said, no, sir. He said, they are the two who stand beside the master of the whole earth and supply golden lamp oil worldwide. Shalabaya. Verse five, oh, chapter five, sorry. Caption, sixth vision, the flying book. I looked up again and saw, surprise, a book on the wings, mm, a book flying. The messenger angel said to me, what do you see now? I said, I see a book flying, a huge book, 30 feet long and 15 wide. He told me this book is the verdict going out worldwide against thieves and liars. The first half of the book disposes of everyone who steals. The second half takes care of everyone who lies. I launched it, decree of God of the angel armies. And so it will fly into the house of every thief and every liar. It will land in each house and tear it down, timbers and stones. Caption, seventh vision, a woman in a basket. The messenger angel appeared and said, look up, tell me what you see. I said, what in the world is that? He said, this is a partial basket on a journey. It holds the scene of everyone everywhere. Then the lead made of lead was removed from the basket and there was a woman sitting in it. He said, this is Miss Wickedness. He pushed her back into the basket and clamped the lead lead the lead lead over her. Then I looked up and to my surprise saw two women flying. On outstretched wings, they airlifted the partial basket into the sea, into the sky. I said to the messenger angel, where are they taking the partial basket? He said, east to the land of Shina, they will build a garage to house it. Hmm. When it's finished, the basket will be stored there. 
the last chapter of the day, Zechariah chapter 6. Caption, Eighth Vision, Four Chariots. Once again, I looked up another strange sight. I can imagine all these four chariots charging out from between two mountains. The mountains were bronze. The first chariot was drawn by red horses. The second chariot by black horses. The third chariot by white horses. And the fourth chariot by doubled horses. All the horses were powerful. I asked the messenger angel, Sir, what's the meaning here? The angel answered, these are the four winds of heaven, which originate from the master of the whole earth. The black horses are headed north with the white ones right after them. The doubled horses are headed south. The powerful horses gallopped out, bursting with energy, eager to patrol through the earth. The messenger angel commanded, on your way, survey the earth, and they were off in every direction. Then he called to me and said, look at them go. The ones going north are surveying a sense of my spirit, serene and secure. No more trouble from that direction. Caption, a man named Branch. Then this message from God came to me. Take up a collection from the exiles. Target Heldai, Tobiah, and Jediah. They've just arrived from Babylon. You will find them at the home of Josiah, son of Zephaniah. Collect silver and gold from them and furnished crowns oh, and fashion crowns. Place one on the head of Joshua, son of Josadak. Jehozadak, the high priest, and give him this message, a message from God of the angel armies. Be alert. We have a man here whose name is Branch. He will branch out from where he is and build the temple of God. Yes, he's the one. He will build the temple of God. Then he will assure the role of royalty. Oh, sorry. Then he will assume the role of royalty, take his place on the throne and rule. The priest sitting on the throne, showing that king and priest can coexist in harmony. The other crown will be in the temple of God as a symbol of royalty. Under the custodial care of Helam, Tobiah, Jediah, and Hen, son of Zephaniah. People will come from far away places to pitch in and rebuild the temple of God. They will confirm that God of the angel armies did, in fact, send me to you. All this follows as you put your minds to a life of responsive obedience to the voice of your God. Oh, Shatalabaya. I need to read that again. All this follows as you put your minds to a life of responsive obedience, obedience to the voice of your God. Oh, hallelujah. May God bless the reading of his word. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed sister Maka, esteemed family. We now move over to the affirmation segment. Praise the Lord. Um, okay. The affirmation is on your screen. Kindly unmute your mic so we can take it together. Hallelujah. 
We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus that wherever we are, the Lord has Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, esteemed family, for joining. God bless you. A reminder, once again, the affirmation is on the inspired by the word space, so is the wisdom affirmation. Praise the Lord. I now hand over to the meditation team. God bless you. And God bless you to you, esteemed Sister Francisca. Hello, esteemed family. Compliments of the season once again, and Merry Christmas to you all. Hope you had your party yesterday and you celebrated the Lord Jesus Christ, right? Of course, there are other ways to celebrate winning a soul and bringing people into the kingdom, but having a party, man, we all have parties on our birthdays, so it was just it was just cool to add that to whatever it was we're going to do. I had a great time and I trust you did too. 
So welcome to day 26 in our journey of 30 days of wisdom and focus. I'd like to hear from one person as fast as possible. What has this month done for you? What has this journey done for you? You can raise your hand if you like to speak. What has happened for you in this month of December through this journey? It's been 25 days so far. Today makes it 26. And I believe that if we're doing anything right, it has to have happened. <laughs> we're just um, adding more blocks to the building. So who would like to share? Who would like to share? I believe everybody's home today. Is there anybody that is walking? Or are we all asleep? All right, Sister Mutinta, over to you. Go ahead, please. You have to unmute from your end. Go ahead. Good morning, Sister Makama. Thank you so much now for the opportunity. Good morning, everyone. Okay. Just a, a short one. This month has uh, literally helped me to be focused, um, wise and focused as it's, as we always confess. When I heard that this month would be a month of wisdom and focus, I was excited because um, I decided to be intentional about it. So as I confess that I'm, I'm wise and focused every day, there are times when I'm, I'm saying something and if I want to be lazy about it and I, I realize that I have to confess that I'm wise and focused, I'm wise and focused, I realize I'm supposed to be focused on that thing, on that day. And then on the wisdom part, there are certain things that I, that I had on my mind. Um, what can I say? I don't want to use the word stab one, but since I can't find any other word, let me just say there were, I would be described as stubborn <laughs> because if I, if I don't want to do something, I will not do it. If I don't want, if I don't want to listen to something, I will not listen. But in this month of, in this um, period of uh, being focused and wise, there are some adjustments that I've made deliberately for my own good. There are some things that I never wanted to change, but then I realized that why, what, what, will, what would it cost me if I just decide to change or if I don't change? So in this month of wisdom, I have seen how I have grown um, in just every aspect of life. So I'm so grateful, Esinsta Makama, for helping me develop myself, for always helping me get better in every aspect of my life. So Praise God. I am wise and focused more than ever. Thank you so much, Ma. Praise God. So it has caused you to make certain adjustments for a better life. All right. Thank you so much. Um, I believe that that has been the case for many who have joined us on this journey. Praise God. All right, today is day 26, and today um, wisdom is reminding us of something very important. Can I have the brief? Wisdom is reminding us of something very important. He said you would reap what you sow. 
And um, in Galatians, this is really spelled out when he says that God will not be mocked. Whatever a man sows, that will he reap. It's in the book of Proverbs in the Old Testament. It's also there in the New Testament as a reminder that it is a principle. And really, God wants us to be intentional about the kind of seeds that we sow in our lives. So you find all the documents, all the materials that you require for an effective meditation. They are on the IBTW um, meditation channel. You have there also several um, programs that we've had, 30 Days of Supernatural Blessing, Edition 1 and Edition 2, um, seven day, um, 30 Days of Wisdom, December 2022. Um, Several different programs are all documented there. So you can actually even go from the beginning and go through the content. They are all there for you, especially if you joined us along the way. And a uh, message for the day, cultivating the spirit of prayer. We're entering into the season of prayer and fasting at the end of the ministry year. And it's best you begin to prepare your spirit on the importance of prayer so that you can make the best of that season. So. We have started reading the book, The Wealth of the World. How many of you are enjoying the content of that book? Coming from powerful principles of increase into this book, The Wealth of the World, you are set up for prosperity, whether you like it or not, especially if you would do the things that you are reading. So let's go to the scripture reading for today, Proverbs 26, verse 2 and verse 7, right? Um... There are two angles to this particular um, scriptural meditation today. Stocky is telling you first and foremost to be conscious of your actions. And he's saying that on your journey in life also, really do not care. Do not worry about those that may turn against you. Do not worry about, you know, it's dealing with two things that often would affect a man's journey in life his actions, what he does, that is um, the harvest of his actions, the impact that he has on his life. Then the, 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 the impact of the actions of other people on his life. And he, the, today's proverb dealt with the two of them. You take it from 27 and then you can go to verse 2. So 27 says, whoever digs a pit for another man's feet shall fall into it himself. And he who rolls a stone up a height to do mischief, it will return upon him. You see, as much as um, in, throughout the Bible, we're encouraged to do good things. We're encouraged to be kind. We're encouraged to be gracious. If you read Ephesians 4 and verse 32, if you read it in the Amplified Cl Classic Translation or you read it in the Message Translation, you see very, very nice counsel for you about how to treat other people, about how to um, um, relate with others, how to be kind, how to be forbearing, how to go out of your way to do good to all men. As much as it's a good advice, right? When you get to this place in Proverbs 26, 27, you then realize that it's also a life advice because your life actually depends on it. You don't have an option, actually. If you do good, good will come to you. If you do bad, bad will come to you. It is said often, they say those who live by the sword die by the sword. So um, doing good 
if you understand the principle of life, I did always remind you, I said, if you look at the 10 commandments that we have in the Old Testament, you'll find that the first five had to do with your a man's relationship with God. And the last five had to do with a man's relationship with other men. It, God was trying to tell you that it's not just, <laughs> don't just say it's only uh, as long as God is happy with me, uh, I'm okay. No, it also, it, it, it counts also that your presence brings joy to men. It matters too that people can say that their lives are better because they came in contact with you. Everybody cannot have the same complaint about you. Everybody cannot be unhappy with you, angry with you, and, and you are saying that as long as God is okay with you. As much as, yes, Jesus had enemies when he came, but there were many people who enjoyed his time on earth. Many loved him. Many followed him. Many lives were changed because he came. So your impact in the lives of people is very, very important. And it matters to God how you treat people. And he's telling you that you better do good. Because if you spend time manufacturing evil for other people, he said it's going to the pit that the man digs. He said he's going to fall into the pit. Why are we talking about these things today? Because sometimes we find some Christians who yield themselves to be used of the devil. Because you have the Holy Ghost. You are born again. Everything, today we're talking about who Jesus is, the manifestation of the word in flesh, right? Every time you see um, it, it, the, the person of Jesus is being talked about, it is easy for you to actually see who you are. If the Lord Jesus is the manifestation of God's liquid love, are you the manifestation of God's liquid love? Do people experience you and say, ah, I've experienced the love of God? Do people experience you and experience the mercy of God? Do people experience you and experience the lavish nature of God, the giving nature of God? Because everything that the Lord Jesus is, he made us. That's why he said, as he is, so are we. So first and foremost, your actions matter. Your actions. And I've taught us here again and again, if you remember, even in the month of love work, one of the things that God impressed in us, if you practice, especially one of our tasks was give a gift every day. And we say give to someone, especially someone who cannot repay you. If you, if you went through that month of love work, one of the things you would have come out with is being the expression of God's love. You will always be thinking about something good to do. You will not have the, the ability to accommodate evil thoughts and to execute them. Because people who often do that, it shows that they are not meditating on who they are in Christ. It shows that they are not meditating on God. You cannot even celebrate God and manufacture evil at the same time. And this thing, just maybe you are wondering, ah, we are all Christians in this place. Why is Tamaka saying this? Oh, if only you know what some Christians do to some Christians. Maybe some of you have done it before and you no longer do it. And then maybe some of you, you have been victims of it. Have you had a wicked boss before who is a Christian? Or have you been a wicked boss yet a Christian? I know what I'm saying. I've led through the years and I've dealt with many <laughs> employer-employee matters where we had to, some of them, we had to stand in the gap for a change because they were going to frustrate my member <laughs> out of life. Then the second one was talking about the fact that, well, 
just in case you are wondering, ah, well, what, uh, how about what people are planning against me? You say like the sparrow in her wandering, like the swallow in her flying. So the costless cause does not alight. If you read this in other translations, let me read it to you in the, in, in the, in, in the easy translation. It says, if someone causes you for no reason, it will not stay with you. Their words will be like beds that never stop to rest. So it's telling you that if you read other translation, he put it in a different way, beyond words, right? He's talking about how people will plan evil. They might plan evil, but it's, you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry. I remember one proverb that talked about um, you not um, doing harm to somebody who has been good to you. And that's more like the reverse of that particular verse. It's telling you that sometimes you are nice to people. Sometimes you've not done anybody anything, but somebody wants to do evil to you. Say so you don't have to worry, it won't work. A cause without cause, it will not work, right? And in Christ, we can't even be cursed. But that verse 27 is not telling you that your actions cannot be the problem. Because the actions of others may not affect you, but your actions cannot be the problem. So however you want to do it, to all men be good. And that's why in a particular scripture, it says, follow peace with all men. It says, do all things to live in peace with all men. Another scripture says that live in peace with all men, even if you have to pursue it. It's telling you pursue it. So brothers and sisters, this is God's word to us today. And it matters that we live out the word and we'll always get the result of what the word talks about. We'll take the communion now. First Corinthians 11 and verse um, 23, from verse 23. And just as we take the communion, there's the word of protection that is coming to us in this season, right? Um, and um, if you look at, especially from that verse two, it's telling you that no evil will befall you. And that word is coming now. You are protected from all evil. You are protected from all evil. As we take the communion this morning, let it be a reminder that what Jesus Christ did was enough. What he did was enough. And he, he paid for your protection. He paid for it. And no matter what any man um, concords this period, you will not be a victim of any man's evil. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty three. For I received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Heavenly Father, we thank you. What a life we have in Christ Jesus. A life of protection. A life where we are sheltered from all harm, protected from wicked and unreasonable men. We enjoy this life, even in this season. Oh, we are not victims of men's evil. We are protected. We are sheltered. And we dwell in the, in the shadow of the Almighty, as it was said in Psalm 91. And there, Lord, you dwell in us, so we are indestructible. Thank you, Lord. As we break this bread, so far away is evil broken away from us in the name of the Lord Jesus. Please break the bread and eat it. Verse 25, after the same manner also, he took the cup when he had stopped, saying, 
This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do you as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you just show the Lord's death till he comes. Heavenly Father, thank you for the cup. The cup of the new covenant is a seed with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. His blood was shed for us. No blood will be shed this period. No one will be involved in an accident. No one will have a reason to be injured. They would not dash their feet against the stone. They will not stumble in the dark in their house. They would not miss a step and fall. Everyone is inspired by the word and all those connected to us, our family members, our members, our leaders, our loved ones, our workers, our employees, whatever it is, our bosses, whoever they are to us, they are sheltered from harm in this season. None would shed blood. None will be broken in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Take the cup and affirm that Christ is my safety and I am safe throughout this period. Say it wherever you are. Christ is my safety and I am safe throughout this period. Praise God. All right, esteemed family, for those giving an offering, your offering is blessed. Go ahead and send to your churches, yourselves, your PCF as the case may be. If you're joining us for the first time, we're not a church. We don't give offerings here. We send it to our local churches, but we give offerings every day. Praise God. All right, over to the celebration team. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Esim Stamaka, for the opportunity. Merry Christmas, Esim family. So right now, the celebration segment, if you're born today, if there's anybody you want to celebrate today, please kindly let us know in the chat room. Hallelujah. And also, if you're joining us here for the first time, please kindly introduce yourself to us by telling us your name, where you're joining us from, and the name of the person who invited you. If you're joining us from Nigeria, please, we love to know your state. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Do we have any celebrants in the house? Any special event? Hallelujah. Do we have any first-timer? Okay, why are you waiting for that? Um, Dr. Kelly, you wanted to say something. Thank you, Ma. God bless you. So while during the meditation segment, I actually received the word from, and you, you, you then, when I raised my hand, you then said it. Actually, it's from um, Hebrews 12, 14. And it says, um, follow peace with all men. But there's a version of it that says, because what I heard is, make every effort to be at peace with everyone. Make every effort, emphasis on every effort to be at peace, to live in peace with everyone around you. He said, because, and that word is for somebody here, not for someone outside, it is for someone here. He said, because yes, you have done it all right, you gave, you have done everything, but you consistently find yourself in error. You have consistently found yourself making mistakes, taking some very decision, rash decisions that are costing you. He said it is because you're not at peace with people around you. He said, how is it that you are not being accommodated by other people? He said that you have consistently received unacceptability 
by people around you. So even if I give you new people, over a period of time, they will reject you. They will not accommodate you. They will, the, 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 the relationship will eject you out. You say, how have you been so disfavored? It is because you have not been at peace. So you have caused someone to consist, another believer to continually come to me in prayers consigning you, consigning how you are, how you are grieved the person. They make every effort in this season to be at peace with everyone. Take an audit of the people around you and how you live with them. He said that this, this is the reason how this is one, one thing because when I see Makana started talking about safety, I now understood why that word came. Because if you're causing another to cry to God because of your attitude, because of the decisions, because of the way you are living with them, he said, this is how you will get into the, you know, that, that scripture in Proverbs 21, 16. When you abandon wisdom, you wander into the realm of darkness. Another verse says, you will wander into graves. He said, that is how you wander into unsafety. He said, make every effort to live in peace, to pursue peace with everyone around you so that you can enjoy acceptability and enjoy wisdom. So that's the word that Praise came. God. Each time it came to me while, while you were meditating. I tried to contain it, but I just I just couldn't. Thank you so much, man. Praise God. Praise God. It still just emphasizes the fact that part of life is how you relate with others and if you don't learn human relationship if you don't master it you're going to have problems you're going to have problems don't enter 20 there's somebody here you are keeping malice with your father you haven't spoken to your father throughout this year recently you started having heart problems Go and call your father and, and forgive him and bless him this Christmas period. You will just discover that that heart problem has gone. There's a book I told you people to read, Deadly Emotions. It tells that the, the emotion that you harbor, every emotion, every bad emotion that you exhibit, it has a disease connected to it. How many of you, they've called you before to come and speak in a program and then did, as they, you were okay when it was time for you to go up, you started feeling the pressure to ease yourself or you started feeling feverish all of a sudden. Anxiety can cause diarrhea. It's connected. Anxiety can cause you running stomach. It is connected. Every emotion exhibited has a connecting sickness to it. If you're harboring bitterness, anger, hatred, resentment, and this person I'm talking to, your father abandoned you people when you were growing up. So your anger is justified, but God is telling you, I am not justifying it. Because if it is by justification of our actions, none of us will qualify for the Lord Jesus to die for us. Jesus told the people, he said, he that is without sin, be the first person to raise the stone and stone the woman who was caught in adultery. It's funny how they caught the woman. They did not caught, catch the man. So if it is by our actions, we will not qualify. Don't allow your father qualify for your love because of his actions. If he knew better when you people were growing up, he would have acted better. You've been to the hospital in, in the last two months often. 
Your problem is not medical. Your problem is your mental and, and spiritual state. Forgive your father, make peace with him, and your heart will stop palpitating. And this word is also for everybody here. Make peace, make peace, make peace. It will come with a promotion, I'm telling you. And for those who, there are certain things you are expecting, this thing has stood in the way. Make peace and you will see the miracle of the end of the year. You will know that so much can happen in one day, in one year. We don't have any birthday today. We've come to the end of today's devotion. Compliments of the season. I'd like us to unmute our mics and share the benediction. God bless you. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ,